Welcome to Thinking Like a Lawyer, with your hosts, Ellie Mistal and Joe Patrice, talking about legal news and pop culture, all while thinking like a lawyer, here on Legal Talk Network. Okay, hey, welcome back to another episode of Thinking Like a Lawyer. I'm Joe Patrice here in the Above the Law offices, and with me, as always, and sitting across from me, as usually, but not always, is Ellie Mistal. Joe, can you tell me how a baseball team can fail to properly execute not trading somebody? I mean, like literally dead people successfully execute not trading people, right? So if the Mets were dead, they'd be more effective at baseball. I mean, the Mets have been dead statistically for years. I don't know. You're a Mets fan, and that, as you've pointed out on social media, is your greatest weakness. And I'm not sure that's true, but it's definitely up there. I I told a story on Facebook that when I was 17, I had a job interview, and they asked me, you know, what's your greatest weakness? And I said, hmm, I'm a Mets fan, thinking that I was, like, cool and funny. But it's true. That's actually the dumbest thing about me is that I follow this team. Yeah, I mean, it says something about your your kind of sadomasochistic tendencies. Value judgments. Val- yeah. Anyway, that's not what's grinding my gears. That is Okay, well, yeah. So that's actually a good question. What could possibly be grinding your gears more than your team that showed so much promise doing its inevitable annual slide into mediocrity? So the team the team of my birth uh, is the Mets, but the, uh, the wife that I chose um, is Zimbabwean, and that has really made me particularly um, aware um, of the situation that is that uh, that I'm sure everybody has been following with Walter Palmer, the lion killing dentist, um, and and one of the things that is that has really been bothering me about I've written quite a bit about this story. I'm writing about this story now. Please check it out on Above the Law Redline. Um, but one of the things that has been particularly vexing to me in this story is trying to explain to predominantly white Americans what Zimbabwean laws kind of look like in this regard. There seems to be a lot of like back and forth about well, did he really violate the law? First of all, let's just establish this um, for any Americans in the, in the audience. Zimbabwe does have laws. Like, they're there, they write them down and everything with, like, paper, pens and paper. Huangay National Park, which is where Cecil the Lion lived. Zimb- Look, it's, it's not great. I don't support these laws, but Zimbabwe does allow limited lion killing if you have a license and blah, 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 blah. That's a thing that they allow. I don't think they should. What are you going to do? When, when we're talking about having a legal zone for, for hunting or an illegal zone, those, those zones are made by, by conservationists and scientists and park rangers. And one of the things they're trying to do with those laws is to protect pride males, like the big alpha males that are, that are you know, in control of an entire territory, of an entire pride of lionesses. They're trying to protect those males because those males are the biggest tourist attractions at these parks. They're the biggest lions. They look the most liony, you know? They got the mane and the thing yeah. and the whatever. Um, simply by dint of killing this lion, that is, that is evidence that Walter Palmer and his guides were not following the rules. Because if they had been following the rules, they wouldn't have been able to get close to this lion. So Bobway wants you to kill, you know, Cecil's cousin, who doesn't have his own pride and is a mangy male off on the brush trying to scratch out a living. Cecil and other pride male lions are protected by these laws, and simply by getting at them. It's a suggestion that Bronkhorst, the guide, and Palmer, the dentist, violated these laws at a, at a significant level. And so I guess the, what's grinding me is that even if you don't think that 
trophy hunting is bad, even if you make what to me is a completely false equivalency between hunting a lion for show and eating a chicken McNugget, like even if you think that that's, that that's a equivalency that can be made, can we not at least get on the same page that going to somebody else's country, violating their laws, stealing from them an important tourist attraction is bad? Can we, can we at least not just, just, just at least land there? That Americans should not be treating the rest of the world like it's their own backyard. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I certainly feel, and maybe this is a, maybe I'm just getting a slice of life that's, it's a little narrow, but that certainly seems to be the reaction that I'm that I'm seeing. Is a lot of people saying there's not a ton of people coming out on the pro killing this lion side. <laughs> Just you wait, man. I mean, there there are people who are defending hunting against people who say don't do any hunting. But I don't. I've not seen anybody go. Yes, this particular lion had it coming. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but at the end of the day, it's all a rich tapestry, and poor Cecil is gone. But Somewhere out there, Cecil's son is wandering around and will soon run into a warthog and a meerkat, and then, then Walter is going to be in trouble. Right now, Cecil's son is probably being eaten by Jericho, who was the beta lion of the pack who now has ascended, I would imagine. Not Cecil's cousin that you just introduced us to? No, Cecil's no. cousin's probably already done. Cecil's cousin, I think, has like, got a mixtape that he's trying to get everyone to listen to. Yeah. Scar! To get out of the... To Cecil, get... <laughs> Cecil's rival Scar is now... Is now in control. Anyway, All enough right. about the sad lions. Can we also talk about black people being shot in the face by cops? Or certainly, yes. And we don't know when this episode is going to air, but it, this will probably still be relevant. I've I've said all I can say about that horrible video. Um, obviously, I immediately went to check and make sure that my inspection and uh, registration was up, were up to date. Um, to further decrease the chances that I will be completely unfairly shot to death while driving to work. Yeah, again, take the train. <laughs> always, always helps. There's, there's, there's less chance. wisdom from a white man. Just <laughs> take the train. What's the problem with that? I'll I mean, tell you what the problem with that. I mean, so, I don't have a problem so, so, driving. So come back on the train. This is two months ago. Come back on the train. I'm drunk, and I'm trying to get my Metro Commuter North thing back home. And I'm tired and I'm drunk. So I so the the train like if you ever take the Metro North, like the train doors the train will get into the station, but the doors won't open for like twenty minutes because I don't know what they're doing, they're cleaning it or something. And so just very kind of casually, slightly drunkenly, I just like lean up against the train side just to support, you know, my weight. Drunkenness, yeah. <laughs> and this cop comes barreling down the thing and goes, What are you doing there? No touch to the train and I got so scared and I'm so drunk and so I, so I don't want to say anything like bad or off color. Because right, anything you say right? is going to betray that you're drunk, right? and then yeah. So instead of saying anything, I just give him the thumbs up. I just <laughs> I straighten up and I extend my left thumb, and I'm like, yeah. And so the cops like, are you are you messing with me? Are you messing with me? And I still don't want to say anything, so I'm like, nope. <laughs> I got home without further incidents. <laughs> yes. That's good. Uh, at this point, I think we should probably introduce our guest because she's been working so hard not to laugh hysterically at all of this because she knows she hasn't been introduced yet. This week, in lieu of a guest, because it's the middle of the summer and everyone's on vacation and it's hard to, it's hard to impose upon people's vacations, we thought we'd have kind of a different pace of a show. So we have Catherine Rubino, who's a editor here at Above the Law. Hey there. So yeah, she's our she's our most recent editor here, and she's gonna help us out 
with a show. I mean, I guess, do we want to have a little chit-chat here first? or I would like somebody to explain to me what we're doing. That... Ah, excellent. Okay, <laughs> I will explain what we're doing. So in lieu of bothering somebody on their vacation, what I thought we would do, one event that we often do here at Above the Law that's one of our favorite events, and if anyone's out there is interested in sponsoring us doing this in your town, by all means, let us know. But one thing that we like to do, because all of us, actually the three of us, all kind of used to hang out in a bar and do bar t- trivia. Uh, and one thing, so we kind of enjoy our trivia questions and an event that we at Above the Law like to do is go out to a city, get a open bar, invite some folks in and have a bar trivia night with some prizes. It's a good time had by all. You get to chat with editors and it, it's fun. So shout out to Black and White, 4th Street, yeah, they, 10th. Ten. Yeah, 10th, 10th, 10th and 4th Avenue. Yeah, and so anyway, that's where we used to play trivia. So Still do. Right. Well, so we thought that what we might do is have an episode where we kind of play around with some, Catherine asks us some legal trivia questions and see exactly how up to it uh, Ellie and I are, how much we're thinking like lawyers as we do this. It's been a long time since law school for me, so. Just because <laughs> the bar exam is going on doesn't mean that I should be forced to relive it. I'm just... Yeah, this is, this is kind of like our, our horrible, horrible revisitation of the bar exam. Well, um, I'll tell you, I have four categories. Okay. Um, and I, we, you can go through and pick your category, and I'll go through and ask you all individual questions, if that's cool. Category one is a Jeopardy classic before and after. What Are that? we supposed to scream out the answers? Yeah, I'll direct them towards you. Because I don't have a buzzer. No, it's right. not, not directing. She'll be... She'll, yeah, my, my, hey, we'll Ellie. yell out. She's going to direct them towards right. us. Okay. Right. And uh, the before and after, though, as a category, means that it'll be one long clue that has two distinct parts that form one combined answer. An example would be if I said, uh, Elle Woods goes on goes on tour with Madonna, the answer would be the Legally Blonde Ambition Tour. Legally Blonde is the movie Elle right. Woods is from, and Blonde right. Ambition Tour. So there's before judicial, before and after. So one part of each of them is something to do with somebody in the judiciary. The next one is uh, who was president of the United States when? Uh, the next one is uh, trivia questions about recent stories that either of you have re- written for Ooh. Above the Law Ooh. or ATL Redline. Uh, and the last one is the Constitutional Amendment lightning round. I give you the number. You tell me in a few words what that amendment does. Ooh. Oh, I fail so hard. <laughs> uh, um, who's going first? Who has control of the board? Joe. And Ellie looks like he's in pain, so I think that it makes sense to start with you. Uh, I will start with the uh, before and after for 100 before or whatever. Before and after. Well, then it's just okay. going to be which one I pick. How about that? Okay. okay. <laughs> Quoted more often by legal scholars and by the United States Supreme Court than any other lower court judge, uh, this Second Circuit luminary was a, was a phrase used in solidarity over the Michael Brown killing. Learned hands up, don't shoot. That's correct. Ding. Oh, my God. You can um, control the board now. Presidential something. Okay. Who was president of the United States when? I'll give you three facts, and you just tell me who was president during all three of those t- times. Uh, one is when Planned Parenthood versus Casey was decided. David Dinkins was sworn in as the first African-American mayor of New York City, and the first McDonald's in the Soviet Union opened in Moscow. Um, Dinkins was in 1992. Is uh, Bush the older? That's correct. George H.W. Bush. <laughs> um, hmm. So, 
what was the other categories? I, uh, the other two were a recent information. Oh, let's do a recent stories. That recent we've stories. So I'll, I'll try to give you a question about something you wrote about. Oh, don't. <laughs> I'll try. Songs post-1978 will not enter the public domain until how many years after the death of the last surviving author, according to copyright law? Wait, these are questions about facts in our recent... So I would have had to, like, actually read what I wrote in order to get these... <laughs> well, they're inspired by your stories. Okay. Joe wrote today about uh, the happy birthday songs copyright. Um, right. And so, got a yeah, copyright since question. The, since the co- Digital Copyright Act, I think it's... Is it 99? 70. Oh. I couldn't remember whether the original law was 70 and the new one. Yeah, because you got it wrong in some kind of like penalty. Like, uh, it's up to you. Okay. There you yeah. go. What category would you like? Now, oh God, Ellie? we're still playing. Constitutional amendment, lightning round. There you go. Uh, Twenty-five. I don't freaking know. I have no idea. Do you Nothing. know? Joe? Uh, Are we doing that? Like, steal. Family steal. Feud. Twenty-five is. This is embarrassing. 25 is like the, um, like you can replace the vice president and that, that's it, right? That it, it addresses the secession for the presidency. Yeah, okay. 25 is the Veep one? Yeah, yeah the one that says, because it used to be if the, if the president died, the Veep takes over and there's no new Veep. This is the one that allows you to name a new. I mean, this is actually the plot of Veep. Yes, yes, yes exactly. Yes. Correct. That's probably why she thought of it. Ah. Um, yeah, so I, I'll do another before and after while we got a chance here. Okay. Uh, this no-nonsense judge got a $47 million payday for being a former football great that ran for Pennsylvania governor. Pennsylvania football great? Former football great that Can ran. Team? Can you do the whole thing again? Yes. Sorry. This no-nonsense judge got a $47 million payday for being a former football great that ran for Pennsylvania governor. Right. It, it was the ram that threw me off since it's a receiver. It's Judge Judy Schindlin Swan. That is correct. Lynn Swans. What the heck are you like? <laughs> no, Lynn Swan ran for ran for governor. Yep, I'm just Schindlin Swan. That's really like that's Lynn, Lynn, yeah, Swan. Lynn Swan is the. You no, know, I see. No, I see how you did it when, when <laughs> I'm tr- like I'm trying to get into your head. Like, do you come up with these in the shower? Like what? <laughs> I did come up with that one on my commute. Uh, so. What Maybe. part of your life allows you to do this to me right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I like seeing people in pain, so I guess that's part of it. But um, And you like just... being in pain. You're a Mets fan. But I'm chink. And it's all full circle. <laughs> the circle like... of life, if you will. <laughs> Boom. Now we're all. <laughs> I like to take another shot at the constitutional amendments because I feel like I was embarrassed the first time. Fair enough. The Ninth Amendment. That, well, it's the after that. Ah! Oh, come on. It's in the Bill of Rights, Miss Ball. It's okay, right? You gotta, you gotta think this through. Okay, so it's in the Bill of Rights. Oh, my God. How many times does Trebek <laughs> reach out and go, okay, let me, give you, let me give you a hint? It's like Celebrity Jeopardy. So, okay, so there's ten. I right? mean, actually, technically, it's a lot more like who wants to be a millionaire, because you remember Regis would always try and help, but he gave really terrible advice. Well, you gotta figure, okay, so you know it's not one of the ones, you know, that you would know gut check instinctively. It's not the Fifth Amendment. It's not, you know, but it's still up there. I'm just letting you talk to fill the air. Joe, do you have any ideas? I think technically what it says is that all rights not administered to the federal government are reserved for I the people. I thought that was the tenth. That's for the states. And then this is the one that says, like, people retain rights. And it's used as the, the penumbra of that is what privacy comes from. Yep. Protects rights that are not enumerated. Yeah. In the Constitution. 
Wait, so what's... Okay, so I'm still thinking that's the 10th, so explain to me again where... 10th is where, states' rights. That all rights not explicit... That, like, the states have a ton of rights. Right, all, right. My, all rights not explicit... All blah, blah, blah is not explicitly... All put in powers the, not... In given. the Constitution are reserved to the states. That's the 10th. That's all powers, and yeah, and then, like, your individual rights. Basically, the 9th is the catch-all that is, if we didn't say you have a right as an individual to something, trust us, you do. I see, I see. Yeah. So the 9th ninth, the ninth and the 10th together make the penumbra. No, no, but... Nice. But but that's we can move on from there. Joe, which category would you like to try? I'm kicking ass on these uh, before and after. You are, you are. Okay. Because um. they're weird. I think they're clever. It, it's thinking like a lawyer. I'm kind of like piecing them. Down. California judge made notorious in the mid '90s when a defendant got acquitted is a never nude. Lance E. Tobias Funke. That's correct. From Arrested Development. Yeah. No, I I see where you're going with that. What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> Can we talk about lines again? Sorry. Um, presidential when. Okay. Who was president of the United States when Map versus Ohio was decided? Wilt Chamberlain set an NBA record with 34 free throw attempts, and zip codes were introduced to the United States mail system. Map versus Ohio. Nixon. No. Too too late. Is it Kennedy? It's Kennedy. Because like Matt first is what like sixty two or something. Yeah, I think so. See, yeah. I thought it was late sixties on early sixties. Yeah, I think it's early. Yeah. Well, right, because. Well, obviously. Sixty three. Yeah, after sixty. Well, if you believe the official government reports. If I believe. Um. Well, no, the conspiracy is not that whether <laughs> he's not Elvis. Or, I mean, He's not walking through that door. <laughs> oh, is it my turn, actually? Yes, white man. Oh, then, um, I, what, a story that we wrote, a fact. A story about a fact. Okay. Who was the very first Medicare card holder? Oh, I know this. It's... Methuselah. <laughs> uh, Harry Truman? It is Harry Truman. <coughs> LBJ signed it into law at the Truman Library, uh, and Truman pushed for it, and he was the very first person with Medicare. Woo. I keep forgetting that Truman uh, survived his presidency. <laughs> <laughs> he always just seems like the kind of guy that, like, yeah, and then, Died in office. And then stopped. Yeah. <laughs> you never heard from him again. <laughs> Actually, you didn't, and part of that is led to a change in the way they deal with presidents, because most presidents would go on and become head of universities and write books and be famous, whatever. Truman rejected all of that, actually fell into poverty, and they passed a law to give presidents stipends and stuff because they didn't think it was befitting the United States to have the president live at, former president live in poverty. Isn't that also huh. what happened to Grant? Like, why, why did they change it for Truman and not for Grant? Well, Grant did well for himself. He just pissed away all his money. Like, Truman, like, literally just didn't want any show, just didn't do anything with the rest of his life. Whatever. Uh, stories that I wrote, I probably didn't Google enough. Between Zimbabwe and Zambia is what river? The Zambezi. That's correct. All right. That has nothing to do with the, yes. I, I, there was Inspired a, by your There's story. at least one time that my wife said something that I listened to. <laughs> there you go. Are there any more before and afters? There I kind of want to run this category. There are. There are two more. Okay. Longest serving SCOTUS chief judge is the only NFL running back to amass 12,000 yards rushing and 6,000 yards receiving. Is it John Marshall Falk? It is. It is. It is. 
The look of hatred that Ellie just shot your way <laughs> is astonishing. It was, a, it was a football question, man. It makes no sense. John Marshall has nothing to do with Marshall's fall. They have, they have one thing similar. <laughs> Good Lord. And that's that they both ran a 4 <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to do amendments anymore because you're going to ask me like the 11th. It's, it's just going to be it's going to be continuing embarrassment. So I'll do uh, presidents win. Presidents win. New York Times versus United States was decided. Bud Seelig becomes the CEO of the Milwaukee Brewers, and Sanford and Son, starring Red Fox, premiered on NBC. Yeah, I only saw that show on like Nick and Night. Okay. I did not see that in real time. Um. But see, like, so old. When was he? Oh, it's got it's to be in the 80s, right? It's got to be in the 80s. I'll go with, I'll go with Gerald Ford. Do you know, Joe? You look, you look like you're pained here, like you have an idea that you want to share with the world. Is it Nixon? It is Nixon. Okay. Yeah. It was either Nixon or LBJ. I just didn't, yeah. It's Nixon. All right, give me my last before and after. Let's Get Physical Singer wrote the majority opinion in National Federation of Independent Businesses versus Sibelius. Uh, Olivia Newton, John Roberts. Yes, I was trying to save that one in case Ellie decided to go for one of them. I figured okay. you liked, I know you like that song, so. Oh my God. Oh my God. The, 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 the clue for me was going to be Olivia Newton, John. Like that, that was going to be the hook to get me into the before and after. Yeah. The, the category. You like that song. I know you do. I'm aware of that. It's not like, in, it's not on my. Actually, it is on my Spotify. <laughs> We're learning a lot about ourselves here today. All right, last one for me. Amendment. Come on. There's got to be one of these 27. And I started, right? So this is the last question, I think. Nice. No, yeah, you started. So yeah. this is the last one. Okay. The 22nd Amendment. That's, uh, re- that repeals. No, that's term limits. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes! Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Carrying the pocket constitution around finally pays off. <laughs> so no, I, I, I used to honestly, so I have, you know, one of those, it's the size of an iPhone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Constitutions. Um, and I, whenever I go on, on uh, Fox to, to, do a, to do a hit, I always bring it with me. For real? Yeah, because you just never know when they're going to, you just, when you go on Fox, you never know what they're going to say. And I just wanted to have the, just the prop of just like, well, actually, the enumerated sec- Article One, Section Three says this. Yeah, that's I, a lot of forethought. Yeah, I that's that is. That's a, that's a lot of forethought for a potential joke. When I'm te- when I'm on television, I try to be prepared. This obviously <laughs> oh. Is, oh. Is, is different. Well, anyway, so that was our idea of how to have a little bit of fun and a little bit of a change of pace. Next time we'll. You know, be back to our usual format, but you know, it's midsummer. Thought maybe people might enjoy having fun with this. And if you wanted, again, if you have a hankering for having us come to your town and have questions kind of like this, then by all means, let us know. We see, we'll see if we can work stuff out. Obviously, schools want to sponsor it or something. We'll see. Lion lives matter. Oh, I even find that quasi-offensive. Yeah. Um, Are you gonna you're gonna come back at me with with all cows matter? Is that, is that <laughs> all felines matter? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I was not gonna eat go more all chicken lines. right now. 
Okay, so if you want to uh, hear more from us, you should always follow all of our stories on Above the Law and ATL Redline. If you want to follow us on Twitter, there's Twitter accounts for both of those, as well as individual accounts for all three of us. We have literally tons of ways for you to read us. And to listen to us, you can subscribe to this on iTunes so you get every new episode. That's always fun. And give us a good review while you're there, too, because it increases the odds that we get some more listeners. So I think that's everything for today. Any parting words? Happy summer, folks. We'll, we'll come back with a real, real guest real soon, as soon as people get back from vacation. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. You can also find us at AboveTheLaw.com, ATLRedline.com, iTunes, RSS, Twitter, and Facebook. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.